Listener Production. It's time to get scrumptious with two sexy English muffins. It sounds delicious and it's adorable. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. All right, imagine this, Alex Dyson. Someone walks up to you, little piece of paper, pen, fills out the piece of paper, hands it to you and says, there you go, mate. And it's a $5.6 million check. What you buying? 5.6 mil? Yep. Um, uh, oh, what have I had my eye on recently? straight up. Should it just be houses? Would you buy one big one or a couple of littlies? I'd go a 2.5 and then yep. two ones. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. And where would the oneers be? Are we talking beachside and then mountains? Oh, or, I'd know, have country? one with a view and then maybe one overseas. Oh, which yeah. country? Oh, maybe Paris. Well, maybe you might. If you'd chosen Germany, you might have seen um, the subject of this story. Hence why I'm asking this question. Have you heard about uh, Australian young gun Nestori Irankunda? No. Um, who's young African-born Australian footballer. Reckons there's a deal on the table. All the whisperings going on. That it's going to be a, a deal with Bayern Munich for approximately $5.6 million. Fixed with add-ons. And that ain't bad for a 17-year-old. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, damn. So he reckons it might be, he might be in the Bundesliga by uh, next year. And, um, yeah, born in a Tanzanian refugee camp. Oh! And uh, moved to Perth when he was three months old. So, yeah, he's, he has done very well for himself here. Well, if I got that much money at 17, Matt, I probably would have been purchasing... Zoopa Doopers and yeah, um, a lot of nerds. I would have bought a <laughs> mega pack of nerds and some Zappos, <laughs> and a lot of it would have gone into the X Men vs Street Fighter machine. <laughs> Tell you that much for free. Well, good on him for um, working hard and getting out there. Hey, we got a big show for you today, Matt. You've got a sibling. I've got a sibling, and our next guests are siblings. And when I first saw them, they weren't getting along. Uh, but they seem to like each other as well. Luke and Sassy Scott, uh, they sound a little bit like this. Come on, hero, just Come calm on. down, Scott. Well, then go on. If I didn't have to talk all of the time and you weren't so boring, I wouldn't have to talk all the time. Scott, we're recording. Introduce the podcast now. Hi, I'm Sassy Scott and I'm here with my little annoying brother. The cooler brother, Luke. You may have seen them online. Uh, they're going to be popping in the studio. They've got a brand new podcast. So we're going to have a chat to them about uh, their life and times together. Because it could be either the most wonderful thing in the world or the most irritating thing in the world. I'm blown away by how well those guys have done over the past couple of months and years, actually. All right, let's do it. It's Matt and Alex Day Breakfast. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Matt, what do you think is the sexiest sound? I mean, apart from Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast, which is guaranteed to be much better than Goat Weed and Barry White when it comes to popping on in the background whilst you're making love. It's a good point. Please text us if you think you've made a baby to us. (laughs) I mean, of of all our years that Mm. we would have been broadcast around Australia, you know, been heard Mm. by people. Oh, we would have been accidentally in the background for sure. I wonder if we've, yeah, if we've accidentally been the, you know, we've been part of someone's um, creation. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, Daiso, I love the sound of a champagne bottle popping, mm. especially if the sun's still out and the oysters are about to land at the table. Ooh-wee. Mm. So, well, there's a few aphrodisiacs there for you. 
the crunch of a prawn cracker. <laughs> you know? Mm. I love it. I don't it. know if a prawn cracker is an aphrodisiac for me. Um, what about this sound? Someone just walking up and whispering in your ear. I'll get this round. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, God, oh my God. Isn't, <laughs> isn't that good? Nah, don't worry about it. The, what about this one? The company's paying. <laughs> that's that's damn good. But I think this we found the sexiest sound. It is a helicopter. Oh, what? at least it's the sexiest sound to crocodiles, because a Queensland, as you'd imagine, crocodile <laughs> farmer has said he's found encountered a situation recently where a helicopter flew over his farm, and the vibrations from a helicopter flying overhead can be mistaken for a crocodile mating call. Okay. Oh, yes. Okay. Which is the sexiest thing to a crocodile. They say never smile at a crocodile. I'll tell you one more thing. Never catch a helicopter above a crocodile, lest you be ready for some croc loving. Um, according to Junkie, this particular incident, which happened about a month ago, but is gained traction recently, has led to what can only be described as a 300-strong croc orgy. What? Farmer John Lever said that there's something about sonic waves from the helicopters that really gets them stirred up, and all the big males got up, roared, and bellowed to the sky, and after the aircraft left, after the helicopter, the Chinook, the helicopter flew away, the males mated like mad. That's, that's, his, that's the crocodile farmer's quote. Yep. And he would have seen some crocodiles rooting in his time. Well, farming them, that's what you got to do every I day. I mean, so to, to see that he, they were doing it like mad, <laughs> um, that is quite eye-opening. I wonder what it looks like. It would be, I feel like it would be rough. Well, they're saying not, they're not one for monogamy crocodiles. Both male and female crocs mate with as many partners as they can and produce as many eggs as possible. Uh, they're p- quite promiscuous. Uh, Cameron Baker from Charles Sturt University talking about this uh, croc mating. They're not like these inner city yuppies, are they? Hey? Yeah. Inner city yuppies popping out one kid. <laughs> oh, please. The crocs, you don't, you don't survive from the dinosaur era yeah. by bloody waiting until you're semi-retired before you pop one measly little <laughs> kid out. I say this knowing full well that I am almost 40 and only have one child. Well, um, you just so. got to get involved in more orgies, Matt. There's no way that, you know, the problem was there's all these T-Rexes and stuff, all these velociraptors mm. under the thumb, tied down, you know. And that's a scary thumb when it comes to a velociraptor. That's a big spike on their foot there. But um, if they were, you know, mating a bit more like the Crocs, they would have been in a much better place. Here's the thing. Crocs are semi-aquatic animals, okay? So they're mm-hmm. in and out of the water. Mm-hmm. Where do you reckon they're doing it? Oh, here, there, and everywhere. Twice. <laughs> you <reckon they're> just... <laughs> um, that's, that's my opinion. The good they're news going is... going around the swamp, are they? The good news is, Matt O'Kine, that, mm. you know, this is quite an event. So I've got my journalistic hat on here. I've managed to track down one of the crocodiles that participated in this oh, orgy. Oh, no. No, no. <laughs> and I've got him on the phone now. No. Really? Have you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their name is <laughs> Cameron. Cameron the um, cocky croc. 
and joining us right now. Um, hello, Cameron from North Queensland. Hey, <laughs> mate. How's it going? Cameron the Croc here. Um, just want to give a shout out to me business. Um, you know, people saying, oh, people say, oh, where do you get the sexiest crocodiles? Well, one three hundred cock a dial. <laughs> <laughs> That's, uh, yeah, that's right. Take the R-rated out of it and, uh, yeah, you can get us on tap, mate. Now, Cameron, this, I mean, I'm sure you've been in, you know, many an orgy, but a 300 purse strong orgy is, is big, even for a croc of your stature. Tell us how this thing began. Oh, mate, we saw that copter. We saw that copter and thought, hello. Oh, the, 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 the propellers were spinning and my head was spinning and suddenly <laughs> I was... Feeling something, mate. Yeah, that big scaly croc. Oh, yep, my croc got very hard indeed. And um, uh, I was started licking me lips. And I and I uh, I go on. Yeah, no, go on. What, what? Crocodiles have tongues. Yeah, have we got tongues, mate. It's not about whether we got them; it's what we do with them. <laughs> No, I'm saying, mate. Well, yeah, that's the thing, you know, with some sharp teeth, um, I can imagine that uh, intimacy can be quite can be quite difficult for crocodiles. Only if we're biting, mate. Mm. You don't think we know the difference between a bite and a nibble? Little croc nibble. <laughs> mate, here's a fact for you. Here's a fact for you. We're always hard. Do you know that? What do you mean? Yeah, always hard. We just tuck it away. That's a fact. Well, you're permanent. Permanent. Permanently rigid. Yeah, mate. All you got to do, you know, crocodile Dundee. Nah, more like crocodile no undee. <laughs> <laughs> Ready for action. Ready to go. You say, that's not a, that's not a croc penis. This is a croc penis. <laughs> that's what you do. Hey, got to learn that one off Paul Hogan. Indeed. Um, Cameron, I can imagine it can be pretty tough to sort of initiate, find out whether a croc likes you because there is obviously a rule that you never smile at a crocodile. How does a crocodile sort of flirt with one another? Oh, you know how we, you know, you know, you know, when you most see us and our heads just out of the water, Mm. you know, you know, you see those like National Geographic and they're showing us the creek and there's just a Mm. little, there's just an eyes, two eyes poking out of the water. Yeah. Two eyes, two nostrils. Yep. Yeah, you wink, <laughs> just like that, and then suddenly one wink, next thing you know, you're doing it crocky style. <laughs> Which is how? <laughs> how what's crocky style? Is it belly to belly or is you mount? Yeah, belly to belly, rolling in the mud. <laughs> just, just. Nibbling in on each other's bits like they're the hindquarters of a bison. <laughs> what do you? What other sort of things get you going? We know helicopters are there, but what else would spark a uh, a death roll in the hay? Oh, tell you what, a croc wearing crocs. Yeah, that gets me going, mate. Oh yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I can feel it now, so, rising in the swampy, murky so waters. Hey, you want to hear a joke? You want to hear an adults-only joke? All right, let's do it. What did the croc do to get 
the 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 croc girl of his dreams. It's an adult only joke. It's an adult only joke. So I'm just going to remind you to turn the radio down <laughs> if you don't like any adult only jokes. What did the croc do to get do? the croc girl of his dreams? <laughs> the alligator out. The alligator out. Oh, that's right. <laughs> this is Matt Alex all day breakfast. Well, Matt, we've all annoyed our siblings over the years, but very few of us have had the foresight to turn it into an incredibly successful business and career. Our next guests have done just that. A couple of brothers who have got over 3 mil followers on TikTok and have now got a new podcast on Listener. It's Luke and Sassy Scott. Luke and Scott, g'day to you both. I was waiting for these brothers to come in that have created all this incredibleness <laughs> that you were speaking of. I'm like, where? Who are these people? Uh, yeah, exactly. Who would be the, uh, your um, rivals in the uh, brothers that annoy each There's other in the media? There's a lot popping up now. It's mm. the Hemsworths. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't aiming that high. <laughs> You've started the podcast now, yeah. which is quite incredible. How do you find getting on the, uh, on the mic? I'm obsessed with it. And Luke and I probably think it's the best thing like the, it brings the best out of us. Really? We find like we never knew we'd go into business together, right? So it's kind of difficult and challenging mm-hmm. when you go from brothers, then to business partners, then to having different pressures, right? These society weird pressures now that mm-hmm. we've got around us. And we find that we work really well when we've got other people around us. Interesting. So did it start as a business? Hey, I've got a business idea. I'm going to annoy the living <laughs> crap out of you. No, I'm just going to annoy my brother. <laughs> and then it's, if you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. Yeah, sure. If someone like had a Chris aged me so much, last year. We would never have picked this in a million years. We would have picked another brother before each other. Yeah, correct. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. We would have picked, I picked this. I'm not surprised that we are where we are. Well, mm. where I am, where I am. I'm just shocked that I'm here with Luke, my brother. Right. <laughs> my, my day job, my, what, nine to five, or not nine to five, hospital worker. So wow. I would never have picked a career like this. Are you what still I'm doing it, Luke? You're a radiographer. Are you still doing it? Yeah, yeah, I'm doing. I'm ho- I'm doing. I've dropped down to about three days a week mm-hmm. in saying that everyone's going to call me out. I didn't work last week. <laughs> <laughs> and mind you, when we just went over to the States, we get back. I've worked another six weeks. And Luke's like, yeah, I'm going back to work tomorrow. And I was like, what? You've just had three months off or something. <laughs> X-rays still happen, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever had to? Because I remember I was getting something done um, on one of my um, on a, on one of my testicles. I was getting mm. something radiography there. Like a set, like Jab an ultrasound. ultrasound on your balls. On my balls. Yeah, exactly. Oh. And was I, the jail was warm there. or cold? Well, <laughs> That's I mean, when the radiographer pretty... or sonographer likes you or not. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, really? <laughs> oh. Um, because, but while it was happening, the lady's like, I think you know my daughter. And I'm like, <laughs> what? It's like, yeah, yeah, she's in this movie. And, and yeah, she starts like, <laughs> and, and she's we're just described talking. these balls before. <laughs> No, no, not like that. I've heard these described. <laughs> you must know my daughter. Oh, yeah, no, right. that right one is slow. That that birthmark. <laughs> yeah, no, no. It was just, it was it was like, oh, you know, yeah, you guys are at an event and she said that she'd seen you at the comedy store and, she, and then she was she was in a movie. And, and all of this is happening while it's, it was quite, you know, I'm like, okay, 
Am I, is there something wrong with my balls, please? Like, just tell me. You just reminded me. So I have, I don't know, I sometimes dramatise things in my head. Sometimes. And I've had to go for many a scan because I'm like, it's a tumour, guys. And they're like, it's a f***ing headache. <laughs> and... Well, it's always good to check, Scott. I, You're once, right. I forgot about this. I had my balls checked because I wore, I don't know what I, if I can say this, I wore a cock ring once <laughs> and it really hurt. And like two <laughs> weeks later, I was like, I think I've destroyed my testes. And Marcus, my husband, was like, go get them checked. And sure enough, there was nothing wrong with them. They're like, there's no pain there. There's nothing wrong. I'm like, They're just like, loosen your cock ring, mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've had mine checked before too. Have you? Well, when you work in a hospital and you have to walk through ED every morning, I don't mm. know, I don't think I'll get in trouble for this, but you call in sick every now and then. Mm. And it was my last second of call in sick. So I just went to triage and ED and I went, oh, my stomach's a bit sore. So then they put me in a room and next second they think we might, you might have torsion of the testes. And I'm like, I don't think I do. Like, they're like, what's your I brain? Mean, yes, you're breaking my balls here at this job, but I don't think. Like, that everyone it's, says, like, make your number higher. So I was like, eight out of ten pain. <laughs> next second, like, a colleague's, More like, thing. feeling my balls and they've got, like, someone else in the room to make sure it's all okay because it's a staff member. And I'm like, I should just go to work. Oh, my goodness. That is incredible. Well, um, dudes... I wanted, you mentioned Marcus before, your husband's. Oh, my God. He's starting to get talked about so much. I know. People I'm, got photos with him on Friday night. I've seen many of the Luke and Sassy Scott videos on TikTok. Yeah. You know, one of three over three million people who, you know, follow your stuff. I haven't seen Marcus in one yet. So Marcus has become this weird unicorn. And people, we go out now and people are like, oh, my God, it's Luke and Sassy Scott. If Luke's not with me, it's Sassy Scott, right? <laughs> And then I'll give him a hug and it gets really personal really quickly with a lot of people. But then they'll go, shut the up. And they'll like, push me out of the way. And they'll be like, is that Marcus? <laughs> and he'll be like, hi. And they just like get so excited to oh, meet him and see wow. him now. And it's very cute. He loves it. He, he said at the very start of our relationship, almost 11 years ago, he said, Scotty's a rock star in his own world. And now that this is all blown up, he says the world's just realised and seen what I saw at the start. So at the very really start. Oh, oh, that is that's very, very sweet, nice. isn't it? Have, have you, I mean, you know, because you guys are very open and quite, uh, you know, you don't really hold back much. Have you ever gotten in trouble for, you know, sharing stuff or... Has the sass meter sort of gone, gone oh, over the No, there was something we before. did on the podcast not long ago. We were oh, meeting yes. with mum and dad and then it got, listener were like, that can't go to air. You're going to get in trouble. <laughs> and we're like, fine. Like, no, Alex's podcast. We, we, were talking, we were talking about a family affair. Yeah. So then they're oh. like, you can re-record it, but pretty much don't say anything that you said in the first <laughs> recording. So we had told mum and dad names. that it got scrapped. It wasn't mm -hmm. going ahead, but we mm -hmm. didn't tell them there was going to be a re-record. Mm. And then when that one went to air, they were like, boys, like, you shouldn't have done that. You told me it wasn't happening. Well, that's the call you got because dad called me and he was like, you know what? Really incredible people, you know, listen to what others say to them. So he was like, I'm proud of you for going forward and telling the story anyway. <gasps> well, that's oh. not the conversation I got. <laughs> <laughs> Best time I start getting the rewards. Also, mum yeah. and dad do say you never have an opinion with Scott because it's not worth it. <laughs> so that also makes sense. Can we go back to uh, the beginning for people who aren't familiar with your work? Uh, you know, the pre three plus million followers on TikTok, the millions of views, the half millions on Instagrams. 
COVID-19, Luke, you move oh, in. Oh, I thought we were going to go, it was 1986 and I come out of my mother's house. <laughs> no, hey, no, no, no. Back to start, baby. <laughs> I'm here. No, um, no Luke, where, let's let's talk about where you were in, you know, with a headspace. What was happening in your life when you did move back in with your brother? Mm, so it was peak COVID here in Melbourne. We, I was living with some housemates in Essendon and the house got sold upon us. So they were in money issues, the people who own the house. Mm. So during that time, good luck trying to find anywhere else to live. So was it really money issues? <laughs> what do you think me. it was? <laughs> not my money issues. The <laughs> people sold the house because of their money issues. Tell, but it wasn't really? money issues. That's what I heard. Not, not, what are you talking about? <laughs> the person who owned the house? Yeah, it was money issues. Was, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whose story is Somebody that's known in the media that owns the house, but they were oh. going through quite a lot. I'm not going to say their name. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so it was you saying it. It was you getting in trouble, not me. <laughs> oh, okay. So this is so this is something that was a big scandal would... happening at Luke, with the owner of Luke's house that he was living in, and he was waking up, and you had reporters at the door and stuff like that. Mm. So anyway, that, they quickly had the to media at the serious? time thought this person still lived in the house, so they were knocking on the door all the time. The media and I'd be answering it all the time. They're like, "What's your relation with blah blah?" And I'm like, "I, I live here." They're like, "You live with them, <laughs> Luke." You're like, "Damn, this media attention is good." I'm going to make a career. I was like, here we go. Go. Give, give me a minute here. <laughs> So, okay, that, so then, yeah. that led me to reach out to the family and Scott, you're like, please, I really need some help in the house. Like, I'm so bored. <laughs> That's deep shit sarcasm. You know that. Like, not at all. I was like, I say this a lot. Like he was like a bird with a broken wing that I was like, all right, come and stay with me. So I found Fine. myself living it's, in Alwood. Yeah, I'll tolerate this. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I lived in Alwood then now to Brighton with you. And we said it would be six weeks. Me and my husband were like, six weeks, you can come and stay. Max. It's now been like three years. Are you, you still there, the Luke? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, wait, there was a contract? Yeah. There was a contract. Yep. There was I, a literal, literally a contract it, that you... you it, was it just like a, a piece of paper that you'd go scribbled on or you went to a lawyer no, and so got yeah, something I, I don't half-ass do anything in this world. <laughs> we had a big fight, a big blow-up one day, and I got back to the house and he made me sign. Oh, did I ever sign it? <laughs> no, I walked to, off. He I'm like, you're ridiculous. He renegotiated. He's like, I'm not... People were like, do not move, do not sign that. Like, I recorded all. There were like 20 non-negotiables. It was like I had to pat the dogs every time I walked in the house because that's what triggers him. And <laughs> that's got respect. You've got to pat the dogs on the yeah. way into the house. Yeah, Luke will walk in and my boys are so happy There's to see There's so many him. of them. There's like three dogs coming from all angles scratching at you. Oh, <laughs> calm down. All you could, the least you could do when you go into someone's house is acknowledge their dog. Mm, I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a dog person. Thanks, I don't man. like him at all. You're a cat person? <laughs> Bird. I'm a, yeah, I'm a cat person. And also, I just don't like this dogs. I just don't. I mean, I don't. I just... <laughs> Sassy Scott putting down the headphones. Um, what do you think uh, of yes. someone who doesn't like dogs like Matt Scott? What do I think because, of them? Because uh, one of I the think... segments on Luke and Sassy Scott is Scott's spray. Yeah. Um, feel free to give non-dog lovers a spray <laughs> I here. I can't to Matt. Okay. Uh, I can't to you, right? I couldn't rip you to shreds. You're a an icon to but, his face but it's kind of like <laughs> men are from mars women are from venus like mm. the dog people and the cat people i'm just like you stay on your side and i'll stay on mine but you know if you come to mine you guys will be mauled yeah gotta <laughs> gotta acknowledge gonna, the dogs if we're you're coming to take the home something that smells like me today and then like, <laughs> train them to go if you ever smell this smell attack Oh my goodness! That is incredible. Well, gentlemen, we're we're running out of time here, so what? we're gonna have to let you let you go. Already? But every Wednesday, you can hear um, more from from you both. Yes. Um, what is the narrative arc 
of the Luke and Sassy Listen, Scott we're chaos. Still, we're still learning, but we just say we're chaos. <laughs> <laughs> but we've learned that it's chaos that brings you joy. Mm. We really kind of like touch on like us being shitheads growing up, a family of four boys. Ooh. And for some odd reason, everyone around the world is oddly relating to us. Mm. Mm. We're trying to do as much family-related content from when we were young, which just sparks so many memories for so many people. Mm. Like you realise how relatable anyone's story can be when you're young. Well, so we're finding that a lot. We also thought we were pretty f***ed up. But then once we started doing the podcast and we ask people to send in their stories, we're like, what the f***? We are like... <laughs> PG. The rest of the yeah. world is R-rated. <laughs> it's fun. It's wild. We have such a good time. And we're so thankful, uh, to, you know, to listener and to everybody else who's supporting it. It's oh, incredible. It's amazing stuff. And you can get it on the listener app or wherever you get your podcasts. Luke and Sassy Scott, gentlemen, thank you so much for hanging out with us. And I bet it's us bronze out of the studio at the moment. Um, do we have to uh, bleep? Uh, the swear words in our podcast. I'm not sure. You're an uncensored podcast if people are listening. Oh, yeah. We have a censored on ours. Oh, yeah. We have an E on our podcast. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was E for excellent, but it's E for explicit. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you heard bleeps, then we've gotten the letter from the lawyers. So uh, yeah, we found that in retrospect. But other than that, Luke, uh, Sassy... Luke and Sassy Scott, uh, thank you guys so much for being a part of Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast and for doing what you're doing because it's incredible stuff. Matt and Alex, thanks so much for having us. It was fun. That was fun. And uh, thank you very much for listening to this All Day Breakfast with Matt and Alex for another day. Then until tomorrow, I hope you have a good one. Bye-bye. That's it. The All Day Breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.